else today. Sometimes it's like, all I know is he's here. All I know is he's here. He just comes in different levels of his manifested glory, and it's just beautiful when he's here. He's always with us, but there is three different levels of his glory. There's the everywhere God, he's all present. Then there's the principal presence where two or more are gathered in his name. But then there's the manifested presence when we worship him and he comes and inhabits the praises of his people. I mean, what a wonderful thing. We're going to dive into the word in just a minute, but I want to do a couple of things before we do that. If you helped with the barbecue, Rob and Kate and your team, and I want you to stand right now because we had the largest gathering barbecue that we had ever had for our 10-year anniversary. If you help, stand up. Thank you. You guys did amazing. That was a lot of chicken, wasn't it, bro? How much chicken was that? 950 pieces of chicken. Man, we from, sound like we from the south. Well, I am from the south, but sound like the whole church is from the south. Hey, I want to uh, share just a couple of thoughts. One of this is a very sensitive matter. You know, we've had uh, picketers out you know, here off and on throughout the weekends for, I don't know, three or four weekends. And so after talking to our leaders, um, we decided Operation Silence. We said that with me, Operation Silence? The Bible says there's a season for everything in Ecclesiastes 3, and there's a season, there's a time for silence. So we're asking everyone if you would participate to stay silent with the picketers. Now that doesn't mean hear what I'm saying and don't hear what I'm not saying. It doesn't mean that we're silent when it comes to abortion and all the different other things that we stand up for from, you know, against terrorism and on and on and on. But um, it, I don't see the fruit of debating and people getting upset and so forth. And Jesus came full, the Bible says, grace and truth. It's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. So everyone say silent. Are we good with that? Just smile and just, you know, thank you for that. On that type of rhythm or tone if you are sensitive to loud music or sensitive to lights there are people who are this will be your service um, you just experience we're tweaking with it we're we're working with it but if you're sensitive to those things we want you to know that 909 will be your service amen, amen. it's going to be it's i'm not i'm not saying a dead service <laughs> Forget that. I'm not saying a powerful Holy Spirit filled word preaching service. I'm just saying that we're going to be very sensitive with lights and with sounds at the 909. Cool? Thumbs up? Good, good, good. Thank you. If you want to rock, Saturday 606, Sunday 1111. I love to rock for the rock. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's pray. We're going to dive into the word. Today, the area, if you're, if you're new, if you've not been here for a while, we're preaching through the creed. You just heard the creed. And today, the area that I'm preaching toward is the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of the saints. We're going to talk about that today. Almost every week, I've qualified what that means the Holy Catholic Church. 
it doesn't mean the Roman Catholic Church. No connection. No, no connection in the sense of when the creed was written. The Roman Catholic Church established around 1054. The creed written around 300. So when we discuss this today, it's about the universal church. Well, I don't need to preach it right now because I'm about to preach it. But just know what it means. Let's pray and we're going to dive into the word. If you got your Bibles, make sure you pull them out. We're going to have the sky Bible going, but I don't want you always cheating. You need to pack your, your word. Amen. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for worship and your presence. And God, we worship you not just to fill the fuzzy fuzzies and the, 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 the goosebumps. We worship you because you're awesome, because you're God. And it doesn't matter what we feel like, you're worthy of worship. And we thank you, Lord, that you inhabit the praises of your people. I thank you for our guests. Bless them today. I pray for those that don't know you. Touch them today. I pray those who need healing that you would heal them today. God, let your kingdom come even now in this place. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of the saints, the term of the universal church speaks of the local church. You're setting in a local church right now. There's many local churches, uh, many tribes all around our city. Probably wasn't like that in the day when the New Testament was birthed and the New Testament church was birthed, but it is today. So there's local churches. Then you have the national church. There's churches all over America. And then you have the international church. The international church is that throughout the entire world. The, the, when, it's, when we speak of the Holy Catholic Church, we speak of the entire body of Christ Christian, every Christian on the face of the earth, every denomination on the face of the earth that confesses Jesus as Lord and Savior, every sister, every brother, every color, every creed, every people group, every tribe in Asia and Africa and South America and Honduras, come on somebody, Mexico and, and Canada and New Zealand and uh, uh, South Sudan and Ethiopia and you name it, from Europe to Yukon to Alaska to the Middle East, uh, every place, present Christians, past the communion of the saints, past Christians and future Christians. It, covers them all there's a portion of the communion of the saints the communion of saints is not what we did while ago reunion the communion of the saints is something that of which is very mystical of the body of christ that will always be and that those that when I, i'm a my, my, one of my brothers is moses one of my brothers is paul matthew think about it dr luke all these ones. These are my Esther. These are my brothers and sisters. You know, their, their spirit is alive right now. If you'll look at Matthew 16, 13 through 17, if you've got your Bible, turn with me to there. You know, my wife next Saturday is speaking at TED Talks. And her, her, her theme has a lot to do with uh, a little bit of what I'm sharing today. I've learned a whole lot about uh, this theme not exactly, but flavors of it, of our identity in Jesus Christ. And I'm so excited. I'm so proud of her. I'm going to go there and listen to her on TED Talks. Isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> Matthew 16, 13 through 17. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciple, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? That's a good question for you this morning. 
I don't know everyone here. We have guests. Who do you say that Jesus is today in your life? That's a very good question for you to ask yourself right now. So they said, some say John the Baptist. I find that kind of unique because John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin and he just got his head whacked off. And some Elijah, you think Elijah, he's been taken up in a whirlwind many years ago. And then you have others, uh, Jeremiah, who they think was stoned. One of the prophets, he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to them, blessed are you. And if you believe Jesus today, if you believe who Jesus is today, if you believe that he is the son of God, he's God in the flesh, if you believe he's Lord and Savior of your life, you are this way too. Blessed are you. You're blessed if you believe that. Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. You didn't find Jesus. Jesus found you. But my Father who is in heaven, I want you to really look at the next two scriptures. And I say to you that you, Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church. I will build my church. I will build my church. I will build. What are you trying to say? Exactly that. He says, I will, code red, I will build my church. It's not your church. It's not our church. It's his church. It's not you that builds it. It's he that builds it. It's his church. And he's building something on the face of the earth right now. And it's his church. And the gates of Hades, New King James, Hades, King James, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys keys. I love keys. Talks about authority of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. He's building the church. That building in the Greek is erecting a house. Jesus is building one thing right now in this universe, and it is the church. If there's something that I desire that you to take away today, that you would have a love and you would have a, a, a passion for the local church, the international church, the, the national church, that you would see the value of the church and what you're part of and what Jesus loves and what Jesus is building on this day and time. It's one thing to build a new house or a new business, but Jesus is building a, listen to this, a living, a moving, a fluid organism called the church. How many of you know that Jesus calls you a living stone? Let that sink in for a minute. A living stone. I mean, we're a breathing, living, fluid organism. A, 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 a living stone. I don't see living stones out there. He uses all kinds of terminology like living water and living stones. And he says this, Peter says this in 1 Peter 2, 5, you also as living stones. Will you high five your neighbor and say, you're a living stone? Some of you need to put a little faith on your face today. Smile, everybody. You love Jesus, right? He loves you. You got faith in your heart? Now put it on your face. It's okay to smile. Are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. I want to be part of what God is doing on earth. And what he's doing is building his church. I want to be right in the middle of what God is doing. Let's talk about church for a minute. Ecclesia. That's the word. 
broken up in two words, ik, ik. Ik means out from and to. You're out from and to. And then the other portion of that, kaleo, listen to what it means. People called out from the world and to God. The outcome of being the church, the mystical body of Christ, the universal total body of believer who God calls out from the world and into his eternal kingdom. English word church in the Greek, belonging to the Lord. How many know that you're chosen? You're selected. You're elected. You are. It's like Jesus is this coach of the NFL amazing team, and he doesn't pick you because nobody else wants you. But he picks you because he loves you and you're selected and you're elected and you're chosen and he calls you out and he puts you in what's called the church. You're in what God is building today, the church. I, I saw this and I just had to put it up. I may not hit them all, but if you'll put those up, here's like 46 things that you'll find throughout the Old and New Testament of what the Bible calls references to the church. Can you put those up there for me? Yeah, yeah, assembly of the saints and assembly of the upright, the body of Christ and branch of God's planting, the bride of Christ, the church of God, the bride of Christ, the church of the living God, the church of the firstborn, the city of the living God, congregation of the saints, congregation of the Lord's poor, duh, family in heaven and earth, flock of God, fold, heard of the flock of seagulls, flock of God. Fold of Christ, General Assembly of the Firstborn, Golden Candlestick, God's Building, God's Husbandry, uh, God's Heritage, Habitation of the Church, Heavenly, uh, Heavenly of Jerusalem, Holy City, Holy Mountain, Holy Hill, House of God, House of the God of Jacob, House of Christ, Household of God, Inheritance Israel of God, King's Daughter, Lamb's Wife, Lot of God's inheritance, Mount Zion, mountain of the Lord's house, New Jerusalem, pillar of the ground of truth, sanctuary of God, spiritual house, spouse of God, sought out a city, not forsaken, temple of God, temple of the living God, vineyard, come on, somebody say the church. church. You're part of this thing called the church. Listen to a couple of beautiful quotes on the church this morning. T.S. Eliot says, the true church can never fail, for it is based upon the rock you're built upon the rock listen to what dl uh, dwight l moody says church attendance is as vital as a disciple as a transfusion of rich healthy blood to a sick man c.s lewis the perfect church service would be one where we almost unaware of our attention would be would have been on god John Calvin, whenever you see the word of God purely preached and heard, there a church of God exists. Even if it swarms with many faults. Is there any faults in this room? Some of you don't have faults. Come pray for me. But it's still the church. Bruised, batter, limping at times. Shorts. But we're still the church. He didn't choose you because you're big and cute and bad and all that. He chose you not because you're lovable, but because he's love, because he's righteous, because he's kind. 
because he makes you righteous through Jesus Christ. Listen to what E.M. Bound says, what the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not new organizations or more, uh, or more and novel methods, but men whom the Holy Ghost can use. Men of prayer, men might, mighty in prayer. The Holy Ghost does not flow through methods, but through men. He does not come on machinery, but men. He does not anoint plans, but men, men of prayer. Jesus is building his church, the building, the body, which is made up of you and me, everyone in this room, every tongue, every tribe, every nation, the body, the army. The, I love that because we're his woman. We're his woman. You can say some bad things about me. Don't talk about my wife. Be on like Donkey Kong. And somehow people think that it's okay to talk about the church. I would encourage you to stay far away from that. You talk about the church. You talk about his woman. You talk about his bride. Just saying. Here's a beautiful picture of the communion of the saints. The communion of the saints is mystical. It's every saint that's ever been before us and every saint that's going to go after us. We're part of that right now. Listen to Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, so great, you can just read through some, just listen to that. So great a cloud of witnesses. Moses, how you doing, man? Elijah, how you doing? Not trying to be weird, but we're surrounded by these witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Listen to the, look at the beautiful church that Revelation 7 speaks of. 9 through 10. After these things I looked and behold... A great multitude which no one could number. Every one of those, your sons, I mean your sisters and brothers. Think about, now that's a church right there. You can't even number them. That's a big church, isn't it? Mega church. Ain't nothing wrong with a mega church. You're part of a mega church. A great multitude which no one could number of all nations. Look, tribes, peoples. Tongue standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, palm branches in their hand, crying out with a loud voice. You better be ready for loud. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So, no matter where you are, who you're faced with, you know, I went right into eastern Germany when the wall went down place called Dresden community to be in Europe and London and South America and Mexico and Canada you know what I find is that though people may look different their skin color may be different in certain areas some people have an accent we don't even speak the same language but man you know when you're with the church I can just worship Jesus in a Spanish speaking service and it don't even matter. You want to know passion. Man, I tell you what, you go to a Mexican 
You just go to Mexico and go to a Mexican church. Woo! Wow, it's on, man. I don't know what you're saying, but I feel the presence of God. Why? Because it's the church, the body of Christ. One body, the body of the living God, the church of the living God. Look at Ephesians 4, 11 through 16 with me today if you have your Bibles. The very first scripture speaks of the five-fold ministry. One, two, three, four, five leaders in the church, equippers in the church. And then I want you to see, I'm going to read through it, then I want you to see when you are connected, when you're rooted in, when you're rooted, when you're planted when you're not just rooted and planted in a sanctuary chair, but when you're rooted and planted in the church and you engage, let me tell you what will just organically happen in your life. I believe with all my heart. Let's read. And he gave some to be apostles and some prophets and evangelists and some prophets, and pastors and teachers. Everyone say fivefold. There's a fivefold ministry right there. For, look what it says, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, equipping, for the edifying of the body till we all come to the unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, we're going to talk about that, the measure of statue of the fullness of Christ, that we shall no longer be children tossed to and fro, carried away with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning and craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love. How you like that? I love that, right? Speaking the truth in what? In love, in love, speaking the truth in love. If, if you don't do that, people turn you off. They won't receive from you. You waste your breath, you waste your time. Speaking the truth in love, carry that to your wife, your children, the lost, you name it, speaking the truth in love. May grow up in all things into him who is the head Christ from the whole body joined knitted together by every joint supplies. I'm reading it fast, but we're going to look at this real quick. According to the effectiveness of working by which every part does its share, causes growth for the body for the edifying itself in love. I believe this scripture is a beautiful picture of the body of Christ when you are connected, planted, rooted, engaged in the body of Christ. In the body of Christ. Let's look and see what takes place. Like a healthy physical body, my fingers right now, are totally healthy. My toes, I got them wiggling right now on my shoes because they are totally healthy. You know why they're totally healthy? Because they're connected to a healthy body. Amen? What happens if I cut that finger off? It dies? You better connect it real soon. It gets funky real fast. Right? Just go stick it in your office, in your drawer, come back in three days. You'll know what I'm saying. Right? You want to be connected to a healthy body, all the members and joints working together because organically it just is good. It's good to move. It's, it's healthy. You know, it grows and so forth and so on. So let's look at this. You know, the Bible, the, the, the Bible talks about that when it comes to the church. I'm not talking about fringy folks. If you're on the fringe, come on, get off the fringe dive. You know, I dove into the church years ago when I got born again. First two years, I don't count because I was pretty jacked up. 86 to 88, I struggled. But 88, man, I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. It was on like Donkey Kong. And I dove into the church and I've never come up. I've never come up. I'm telling you, 
If you don't have a value for the church, I'm praying that you would receive it and you would hear it and adhere to it today in a beautiful, beautiful way. Number one, when you're connected into the church, this is what's going to take place. Number one, equipping. Everyone say equipping. Complete furnishing is what that word means. I use this term a lot. I'm going to use it today and I very much well mean it. God wants you to be armed and dangerous. Not because it's in a movie, but because God wants you to be armed and dangerous. He wants you to have a tool belt full of gifts and tools. He doesn't want them just hanging on your side. In your tool belt, the hammer and the plumb line and chalk line and measuring tape and square and on and on, whatever you want to have. I want to let you know, he doesn't want you just having them. He also wants you to know how to use them. God wants you to be armed and dangerous. He wants to release the gifts. We talk a whole lot about the Holy Spirit around here because the Holy Spirit, you'll be marked with giftings. He has gifts for you that he wants to release in and through you and be bold in and so forth and so on. God wants to equip you, not just to come and warm a seat, but to equip you for the calling that he has upon your life to be salt and light. Man, you're in the gym and you have a word of knowledge for someone. You're in the supermarket. You got a word of wisdom. You got a word. Come on. He wants to use you, not just on Saturday and Sunday, but it's an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing. It's an everyday thing. He wants you to be equipped. Prayer and preaching and teaching and discernment and the gifts and prophesying. He, he wants you to be equipped. I don't believe in all that stuff, J.O. Too late. It's happening. It's Bible. It's the New Testament church. It didn't go away. It's alive and well because my Jesus, who was the same yesterday, today, and forever, he's alive and well and the Holy Ghost is moving on the face of the earth. Come on. He wants to equip you. Number two, he wants to edify you. That word is an architectural word. It's to build. It's to restore by building. It's to rebuild. It's to repair. You come into the church, you get real connected. I'm not talking about just come and just, it's kind of chill. Man, jump in. I believe you'll, you'll be edified. You'll be built up. All these words today have to do with like carpentry and architectural and building. God wants to build you up. Metaphorically, it means to be found, establish growth in Christian wisdom, affection, grace, virtue, holiness, blessedness to grow in wisdom and pity. Come on, God wants to edify you. I hope that when you come in here and I preach, I edify you. I hope that when you go to city groups that you're edified. I hope that you go around, you live above your pain, and you edify those around you. I find those that learn to live above their pain, they become very healthy Christians. They're not like always like, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me, woe is me, woe is me. I know there's a season for that, but there's also a season for you to rise above that and say, you know, in my pain, I'm going to reach out to you. In my suffering, I'm going to reach. My faith is higher than I'm going to reach. I'm going to, I'm going to live above my pain. Amen? Amen? Number three, perfect. I don't believe that perfect means that uh, we have a pastor that is perfect. <laughs> I got news for you. I have a pastor who is very flawed just ask my wife (laughs) 
Seriously, she loves me, she's a edifier, she's a builder-upper, but I'm telling you, I'm flawed. It's not, I don't think that, I'll get, I'll probably be perfect when I get to heaven and I see Jesus, amen? Be, be like him. But what this means is teleos, it means to be complete, full-aged, mature in character, brought to its end, finished. These things take place, listen, equipping, encouraging, edifying, Perfection, in a good way, it happens in the church. Iron sharpening iron. We're here to build one another. We're here to encourage one another. We're here to perfect one another. Amen? If you don't get all offended and just bolt. I say this sometimes because I want people to have a good perspective. Come to Heart of the City Church and get offended. Is it because we're looking to offend you? Absolutely not. But it's going to happen. You're going to get offended. Praise God you get offended. If you don't bolt, you'll grow. You'll be perfected. You will mature. You will edify. Come on, you'll be more like Jesus if you don't bolt. Some people are going to bolt. Don might offend someone. I know that I offend someone. Craig may offend someone. I don't know. But don't bolt. Don't bolt. Let it perfect us into more like Christ. He wants us to grow through that, you guys. Because what? We are family. <laughs> I got all my brothers and sisters and me. We need, we need that in our life. Amen. Tell your neighbor, get offended. Get offended. Now, forgive. forgive. Look at him again and say, get over it. And now say this, grow. Good. Number four, I just want to touch on this real quickly because I want to get through my notes. You'll see in that scripture right there, it says measure. Another kind of architectural type of building, that word is metron. And then you'll see statue. It means maturity, statue, and height. Then you'll see fullness. That word means completeness. All these things, listen, why are you saying all that? It happens in the church. This takes place in the church. I, I got breaking news for you today. Can I give you some breaking news? Breaking news. Here's the breaking news. Stop thinking that the answer is going to come from our next president. Seriously. Did Jesus look to politics? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Don't, don't do that. Don't look to the government. Don't look to the... You know, he's our everything. God is building this church because, listen... God wants you to be the answer. No, seriously. Donald Trump's on the phone. I guess I'll take his call right now. Let me, let me talk to Donald Trump. Oh, you want some answers? I'll give you what the, the Bible says. Hillary Clinton, call me. We need to give the leaders of our nation the answers. If, if the politics was the answer, don't you think Jesus would uh, be building politics? What is he building? The church. Stop looking outside for the answers. God is looking for us I, to be the answer. You know the answer to all the, uh, the prejudice? 
terrorism, pain, France, Turkey, London, Florida. You know the answer to all that? Newsflash, one word, Jesus. No, I'm serious. I'm, I, say, tell your neighbor right now, he's dead serious. It is Jesus. It's Jesus. You live according to his word and his ways and his teachings, we won't even need police. Now, I appreciate police. You know that. we got a first responders group. But I'm telling you, if we love our neighbor as ourselves and we love God with all of our heart and we forgive, come on, come on. The church, Jesus is the answer. God's building the church. He wants to work it through us. Number five, everyone say grow up. You will organically grow up in the maturity of Christ's likeness when you're in a healthy body. I didn't tell my fingers, you better grow, you better grow, you better grow, leg, you better grow, you better grow. Sure didn't tell it to my hair. <laughs> it grows a little bit. Now, don't throw me under the bus. But all those things grow because it's connected to a healthy body. Are you following me? Look at your neighbor in love, in love, and tell them to grow up. Number six, joined and knitted. Oh, this is joined and knitted. The join there is like framing work. It's like framing a house, framing, putting the boards together, top board, studs, and so forth and so on. How many of you know that you want the framing in your house to be square and good and on a good foundation, and you don't look at your cabinets and go, why is those cabinets all cockeyed? <laughs> it wasn't the cabinet's fault, it was the framer's fault. Joined, and, and then it says knitted, knitted. What's knitting like? It's loops, it's tied together like a fishnet. God wants you to be, listen, knitted and joined together. What takes place when this happens? Joint supplies. Listen, let me read the end of the scripture again so you can just feel what I'm talking about this morning. Verse 16, from whom the whole body, you're part, you're a member of the body, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by which what every joint supplies according to the effective working of by which every part does its share every person in here forget the 80 20 stuff 20 percent of the people do all the eight do do everything and 80 percent just kind of hang out forget that we're all to do our share when it comes to the body of christ look what it says but which every part does its share, look what happens, causes growth of the body for the edifying itself in love. You know, like my joints is working, my arms healthy, and my fingers, and everything's healthy, and it's a wonderful thing, because why? Because when you're connected to the body of Christ, it supplies life. It supplies, listen to me, it supplies health. It organically supplies growth. You should grow in Christ. And how does it do it? It does it by edifying itself in love. Let me tell you, there's something powerful in love. 
When I look at a person and I don't speak to where they are, but I speak to them who they are in Christ, that's loving someone. Not looking to them and go, oh man, I'm sorry that you're so depressed and you're so jacked up. I'm sorry. You know. No, you speak to them because they're somewhere in the future and they look much better than they do right now. They're somewhere in the future and they look much better than they do right now. They're somewhere in the future and they look much better than they do right now. There's some, some of you need to catch that because you speak to that. You speak that to that person. No, this is what I see you. This is who Christ is in you. Man, he accepts you. He loves you. You got a beautiful calling. You know that he selected and elected you. Man, when you speak that into the, into the life of someone, they're not in a, a prostitute anymore. They're not a drug addict anymore. They're a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things has passed away. Behold, everything. You speak. That's loving somebody. That's loving somebody. That's going to build them up. That's going to edify them. The blood of Jesus flows through this body. The synovial fluid of Jesus. When you get 51, you need a little more of that fluid going through your body. The healing balm of Jesus flows through this. We need one another. I need the knuckle. I don't know which one you are knuckle. Please don't be a knucklehead. But we need the knuckle. We need the feet. Listen to me. We need the legs. We need the toes. We need every part of the... How many of you remember Sonny and Cher? Bod. I got you, bod. I thought it was babe. It was babe. Now it's bod. I got you, bod. How many of you remember that song? I got you, bod. They say we're young and we don't know. We won't find out until we grow. Well, I don't know if it's true, because you got me and body, I got you, bod. I got you, bod. Sing with me. I got you, bod. I got you, bod. High five you, the bod next to you. You hold the answer. You hold the answer to every problem in the word, world. You really do. Jesus, working through the body of Christ. Listen to this, this teaching of Jesus, and if we was to apply this in our life today. John 13, 34, listen to this. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you. That you also love one another. Can you imagine if you just apply that to your marriage? Divorce would go away. Apply that to terrorism. Apply that to racial differences, gender differences, forgiveness. Wow. The answer is the church. Because it's the body of Christ. It brings health and healing and restoration and regeneration. It begins with the gospel. You see, there's only one blood that runs through this body. Only one blood, and it's the blood of Jesus. There's only one head on this body. 
It's the head of Jesus. There's only one citizenship of this body. It's a new citizenship. It's a new person, the third. It's the citizenship of the kingdom of God. There's only one word for this body. It's his Bible. We live this way. There's probably one color, too. If you put us all in a blender and just... just your skin some things I don't think through because I just as soon as I saw that it's just like I saw like frog guts you know what I'm saying just your skin I would say if we mixed all our skin together it'd be kind of like tan wouldn't you wow one color the name of this sermon today is isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? What am I talking about? The church of the living God. Isn't she lovely? Look at your friend and go, you're lovely. In closing... Let me tell you how we're lovely. You got to feel me on this. This is how we're lovely. When the elbow is not standing alone. Do you think that that's lovely? Oh, I'm just the elbow doing my own thing. No, it's lovely when it's connected to the body of Christ, when it's connected to the body of the eyelid. Let's just cut that eyelid of throat right there, right there. You just, oh, what a beautiful. No, it's not beautiful. It's not lovely. How about your toenails? Leave them on your toes, connected to your feet, connected to your ankle, to your shin bone, to your leg bone, to your backbone. It's lovely when we're not standing alone. When Jesus is the head. And we're his body. Come on, I hope that you fall in love with the church of the living God. Listen to what 1 Corinthians 12 says. For in fact, the body is one member, not many, but many. It's not one member, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, am I not the body? It is therefore not of the body. If the ear should say, because I am not an eye, am I not of the body? Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing? If the whole body were hearing, where would the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. My wife says something in her TED Talks that I think is very, very, very powerful. We can be extremely different, which we are, and yet walk in unity. Amen. That's the body of Christ. That's that when, when you are being who God calls you to be in the body of Christ, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Would you stand to your feet today?